our first day of shooting, we picked the most difficult set ever. Smoke, mirrors in every direction. Love it. Welcome to Twilight. You're listening to Another Bite of Twilight, a podcast where we look back on our obsession with the Twilight Saga and continue to freak out ten years later. Welcome. Welcome, guys. <laughs> to another bite of Twilight. Yes, this is our passion project that we started almost two years ago. Wait, no, we started this in October yeah, of 2018. 20, well, that's crazy. I don't know when our... Two, how is that possible? Oh my god, that's crazy. Wait, when is our anniversary? I have no idea. It might already have passed. <laughs> I don't know where this number is coming from. Nah. I'm thinking October 19th for some reason. I was thinking that too. But I don't know if it's because it was 2018. I was going to say the 18th. Yeah. I guess we could look it up if we wanted to. Do I have my phone on me? No, I don't. Let me look at our Instagram. Yeah. Anyone that's listening, thank you so much for tuning in. Yes. We're Kel and Mel. I'm Kel. I'm Mel. Cousins. Yeah, we're two cousins and we're roommates. And if you haven't yet, you should scroll to the beginning of our Instagram like I am right <laughs> now. There's been a lot of posts on our Instagram. How would you compare? The Instagram really is a companion to, <laughs> to the, the podcast, you know? Mel, yeah. I post occasionally, but really it's Mel's work. Well, tell me tell me Mel about the journey like the different phases we've been through you know what I mean? we have been through a lot of different phases I, I feel think like we've never talked about this I know I think first on the Instagram well I think first it was mostly 50 50 between you and I posting yeah. and we posted way less often yeah um, we only did. like a handful of times a week and we tried to just make sure everything had a blue tint yeah. And then I feel like I really upped the game during our new moon episode. I tried to have everything be a little bit more cohesive. And then I would make like three posts at a time. Yeah. And. Oh, it looks so good. I'm looking at it. During, yeah, during the new moon, new moon time, it was really good. <laughs> Since then, I've been a little bit less dedicated to it. But now I feel like I think of the Instagram more as just like a community so it's less about the aesthetic. I mean, I still care yeah. that it looks pretty, but I just really like to hear what people are talking about more well, than you've, anything. You've done such creative stuff. I love the posts with the um, book quotes on it. Awesome. Oh, thank you. Thanks. So awesome. I think you're still putting in a lot of work. And thank you. yeah, I guess the reason I don't really do it much is because. <laughs> I don't know, I do the episodes, and when we started doing the mini episodes, it was just yeah. a lot. Kelly does so much work on editing it, so I put in way less effort in this no, podcast. that's not true. Yeah, it is true. No! <laughs> it is true, but I I've... stabbed you. I've also been lazy It's with, not true! It's somewhat true, but I've also been kind of... It's not true. I've been lazy with the Instagram lately, just because for my own mental health, I feel like I can't go on social it's media. I was actually going to post tonight. Oh, really? Maybe I will. Maybe yeah. I won't. <laughs> okay, I can be kind of a perfectionist about social media, mm. and I end up just never posting because I overthink it. I'm like, what should the caption be? Oh, like, I'll do I'll do the picture, and I'm like, I'm not really happy with it, and I'll do it again. And like, I don't know. I really overthink it, so then mm. I end up never posting. 
Like, I have so many pictures in my camera roll that were meant to go on the Twilight page, and I just never did it. See, I think there's, <laughs> there's value in that, though, because I don't think about anything beforehand, and so I'm sure, as you guys know, I'll put out, like, a very sloppy post with, like, a million typos in it, because I just, like... I also don't consider the fact that people are going to see it, which I think is a little bit healthy, especially with our podcast. We say all yeah. the time that, like, when we record this, we don't really consider the fact that people can listen, and when we do think about mm. the people who are listening, we think it's, like, the same, like, ten four. people who we always talk to. <laughs> ten, okay. <laughs> you said four. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I gotta say, our so our first post ever was October 9th. That's tomorrow. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's tomorrow. Was that our first episode though? Probably. It's a it said welcome to this is funny. <laughs> welcome to our Twilight Podcast. <laughs> Capital letters. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube to join us. Oh, yeah, we used to do, I don't think we advertised it, but I used to put it on SoundCloud, too. Oh, yeah. But then I stopped. Yeah, because you have to pay for yeah. SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think it was already up then, because I don't think we would have... What the? Someone commented on our first post and said, Psh. What? 83 weeks ago. Oh, my God. Gina Carmen? Uh, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, we have had more haters recently, actually. No not, way. No, not more. Like Haters? Well, there were some haters um, after uh, the Twilight account, like, shared. Oh. They, like, how many? talked about it. Uh, only a few. Wait, two? Yeah, it was, like, oh, two. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Our second picture, sorry, this is so conceited, but it's really cool. What is it? It looks... Well, I don't want to turn my laptop around or anything because it'll probably mm-hmm. make a sound, but it's Belle and Edward, and it just looks very indie, very hip-looking. Well, happy birthday to us! Yay! Wow, two years. That's crazy. It doesn't feel like it. No, it doesn't Two? Like... I'd say one. Yeah. I would say Not one as two. well. <laughs> it's crazy because we started this right after I graduated college too, so it's just like weird to be. It's like two years into the post grad mm-hmm. world. Um, so much has happened. So much hasn't weird. happened. <laughs> <laughs> On one of our early posts, someone commented, "Why is this in my feed?" Like pukey face, crying oh, face, yeah. and then we responded, "Rude," and then they said. Sorry if I offended you. I just really dislike Twilight. Okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of nice. Yeah, that's kind of nice that they like felt bad about it. Our first posts are just us commenting on it. That <laughs> <laughs> took a little while to, to kick off. It did. That's okay. For sure. One of oh my gosh, one of our pictures is just. I feel like we would never do this now, but maybe we should. It's just like a picture of a mossy tree on some <laughs> leaves that we saw in Reading, I think. Like, <laughs> yeah, found a moss-covered log. Copyright of Twilight Saga. Oh, that's cute. That is cute. We're just literally reading our own twi- Instagram. Oh, We love moss. We do. All the moss. All the moss. Oh, yeah. I loved this picture of Carlisle, like, punching... Oh my god, that was a really good one. 
I think he's just showing his ring off, but it looks like he's punching the camera. I love it. Carlisle. Carlisle. Okay, guys, we are back to continue discussing Midnight Sun. And you know, Mel, it's interesting. You and I still haven't talked about the end of the book. We haven't. Isn't oh, that weird? It's so weird. Because we've said, oh, wait for the show, wait for the show. And guys, we live together, so that takes <laughs> a lot of us just holding back. I feel like it was a lot of holding it in, holding it in, and then just kind of... And then forgetting about <laughs> yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I almost feel like I need to reread the end, because... <laughs> yeah, maybe I should. taking us a while to talk through on the podcast. I know, but, but I hope you guys enjoy this. Yeah. <laughs> So our last episode, we left off at chapter 19. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't think we covered it on the show. I don't think so. And the episode title may mislead. <laughs> it's 2.19. 2.19, yeah. So we we still Did have I to cover... the episode title? <laughs> you, can, you can very easily go in and change the title in the description. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. That stuff always mm-hmm. confuses me. It is confusing. Kind of like how... When people talk about, oh, we'll move the meeting forward, it's like, what is that? Oh, mean? yeah. Does that mean earlier or later? I, I think forward. I think later. That's that's my first instinct. Yeah. I don't even know what I think anymore. Forward. <laughs> yeah, that's confusing language. People should avoid that. <laughs> <laughs> confusing language. Yeah, I don't think we did 19. Hopefully we didn't because we're repeating ourselves. Yeah. So chapter 19 is called Home. Oh, that's why you were singing the Edward Sharp song. Yeah. Oh, cute. So, if you guys remember, Edward's watching Bella sleep again. And... They're cuddled up. I thought this... I don't know why this phrasing was weird to me. He said, I'd move to the floor beside her bed where when she'd begun her nightly gyrations. What gyrations? What does that mean? Gyrations. 418. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right. 418. The paragraph starts with, I gazed at her now, mm. deep in her dreams. Huh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just like when she's in deep sleep. Well, because he's sneaking away so. at this point. Because I, I remember felt kind of anxious because... She, he says, like, I'll stay the night. I won't leave. And then he does sneak away. And she's like, she never even noticed I'm gone. But he doesn't know that. She could very well wake up in the middle of the night. What if she did wake up? I know. Up? I feel like that would have been a huge breach in trust for her. <sighs> like, I don't know. I, I, I would feel like if my boyfriend said he wouldn't leave and then he did in the night, I would just think that I don't really know him as well as I oh, thought I did. You know? No. Yeah. My boyfriend, I who I don't have. <laughs> so he okay, does... I think that word is weird, though. It is weird. Like, uh, gyrate, you know, when you think about what that means, I think of someone kind of like, I don't know, Elvis on stage. And I just Googled it, and it technically means rapid movement in a circle or spiral. <laughs> so why is she doing a nightly gyration? <laughs> That makes, in bed. That makes it sound like she's like... <laughs> you guys know what I'm thinking, right? It makes it sound like she's... <laughs> they know. They yeah. know. <laughs> I leaned against the head of the mattress, one hand outstretched, a lock of her hair wrapped around my finger. I sighed and untangled myself. Whoa. Yeah. 
It's pretty intense. But yeah, he goes home, as, as Mel's sad about, mm-hmm. and talks to Rosalie. Yes. Rosalie is quite mean here. Mm-hmm. She says, to, well, she thinks in her head to Edward, I can't look at her. When I look at her, I can't see her as a person. I just see a waste. <laughs> Which so is mean. so bad. That's a horrible thing to think. I know. What a mean person. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean that to sound cool. I just can't. I can't watch her do this. It's mm. a damage, Rosalie. I know. And as we talked about in the last episode, it's just very hypocritical of Rosalie because even though, yes, Rosalie didn't necessarily have a choice, she did make that choice for Emmett. And she a also, human. a human, and fell in love with Emmett before he was turned. So she does understand that gravitational pull that Edward now has towards Bella. And yet she doesn't have any empathy to put herself in his shoes. She's a psycho. She is. <laughs> <laughs> and she should just want what's best for Edward at the end of the day. Like, get over yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess she's not a real person, but she's horrible. Yeah. She it's sucks. shocking. Yeah. There's just not much to mention to her in this book. It's truly shocking. But I really, oh man, this part killed me. (sighs) When Edward says to her, he starts saying like, your life isn't what you wanted, but in the last 70 years or so, would you say you've had at least five years of pure happiness? And then in her head, she like thinks of happy memories with Emmett. And Edward smiles and says 10 years even. Mm -hmm. She wouldn't answer me. Let me have my five years, Rosalie. I know it can't last. Let me be happy while happiness is possible. Be part of that happiness. Be my sister. And if you can't love my choice the way I love yours, can you at least pretend to tolerate her? It's so sad. He's like, I know it can't last. (sighs) That is sad. It's just so weird. I feel like all of us, when we read Twilight for the first time, I don't know. I thought it was going to last. Yeah, me too. And, well, it does yeah like in new moon i don't know it really shocks i think the reader you know Mm -hmm. that he leaves but in twilight it seems like he knows yeah i wish i could go back in midnight sun i wish i could go back and interview my younger self to know how much of a shock that probably was for me because i don't know if i expected Mm. it or not i think i wrote about it in my diary yeah (laughs) it really (laughs) did feel like a heartbreak didn't it it did (laughs) like yeah, I'm, I definitely wrote about it in my <laughs> diary. I was like, I was, I could go find it right now. It's literally in my room, but I was like, mad. I was so sad. I, I read New Moon in Ireland. Ooh, magical! Shout out, Ireland. Yeah, we have Irish relatives. Our grandmother's from Ireland. Shout mm-hmm. out if you guys are from Northern Ireland. We are descendant from there. Mm-hmm. We're also descendant from. Portugal, the Azores Islands. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but then technically we also have our dad's sides. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, my dad's side is just Irish as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, my dad's side is like French Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out, guys, if you wanted to know our background. <laughs> <laughs> if you wanted to. <laughs> yep. So then <laughs> yep. he talks to Alice. Wait, what is Edward and Bella? What are all of their backgrounds? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, Sorry, I just interrupted you. Well, Bella's obviously Italian, but she has to yeah. be something else, too. 
from yeah. English or something mm-hmm. Caucasian. Mm-hmm. What's her mom's maiden name? I don't think I know. Yeah. Um, wait. No. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe well, it's in the guide. It's probably in the guide. Yeah, don't, don't add know. us. <laughs> <laughs> the guide's also right over there. Yeah. I mean, Swan isn't a very Italian name. I know. So maybe is Charlie's... Is Italian or is the mom? The mom must be Italian. Renee. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said the mom. Yeah. <laughs> she must be Italian. Yeah. I'm guessing. Is she even Italian? <laughs> Is she even Italian, though? She's barely like, Italian. I know her name is Bella, but I don't know if it's in the books. Is she? I think it's assumed that she's Italian. <laughs> <laughs> her name's Bella. Um, do we know Edward's family's history? I'm just going to guess English as yeah, well. Yeah, probably England. Yeah, definitely a European country. Yeah. I, bet, I bet most of the Collins are... English, yeah, Colin. Irish descent, yeah, yeah. probably. Mm-hmm. Boring. Maybe as, <laughs> maybe as may French. Yeah, I could maybe. see it. <laughs> Rosalie, I feel like she's probably like German or something. Mm-hmm. We're talking like ancestors, though. We know they're not actually from yeah these places. But yeah, yeah, because we do have a lot of international listeners, so yeah. Here in the United States, a lot of people often, like, refer to themselves as, like, what their ancestral background is, even though they're technically not Yeah, but, like, if you're a European descent person here, you obviously, your family didn't really come from America, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Unless you're Native American. Yeah. So, so we just talked to Alice here, and they're... Still talking about Bella's future. Alice says something interesting, or she thinks something interesting. She says, Edward says, I hesitated thinking of Alice's vision of a grieving Bella, her hollow cheeks, her body curled in on itself in agony. What if my presence and not my absence were the reason she felt that way? Imagined her full of Rosalie's bitterness. And I was wondering, I wonder if this vision that Alice has of Bella curled up in this way is actually a vision from what we see in New Moon. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Yeah. It's sad. Whoa, I think that was a heater. I think the heat's come back on. I haven't heard that sound in forever. Yeah, it's crazy. Whoa, it's fall again. Yeah, that was cool. Sad, but cool. Part of the book. And Rosalie down here on the same page, 421, she says, I'm not sure what I can do seeing everything I want out of my reach it's too painful and it's just kind of uh annoying how rosalie can't accept other people's choices Mm because even though that's something that rosalie wants other people's choices have really nothing else to do with her and i think that's really like if we're gonna because especially we've talked about before on tumblr a lot of people are like well others can't accept that rosalie's a bad bitch like she knows what she wants and they really (laughs) like empower rosalie because of how assertive she is an abrasive. Yeah. But she, I think that's so, especially anti-women, to be yeah. hating on other women because they make a choice that's different from what you would yeah. have chosen. What does Bella have to do with you? Yeah. Nothing. No. Absolutely nothing. She could have, like, never met Bella and her life <laughs> wouldn't be any different. It's... Yeah. And also, does that mean she hates every human? 
Because I don't really get it. She's like, seeing what I don't, what I want. Yeah. What does Bella even have that you want? Yeah, I mean, she has a life that Bella's giving up. Yeah. That upsets her, but... But wouldn't just any human woman that can have a child... Isn't that what Rosie is, like, really upset about? Yeah. Why Bella specifically? The thing is, whether Bella chooses to become a vampire or not will never change Rosalie's situation. Exactly. She will never become a human. She will always mm -mm. be a vampire. So Rosalie needs to learn to give that up because she it's not within her control. You know, life isn't fair. Mm -hmm. and sometimes things happen that are horrible. Mm. But just if you don't accept it, you're never going to find peace. Mm -hmm. I would like, I wish we could see Rosalie coming to terms with that a little bit more in the series. Yeah, she never really does. No, never. It's only Renez May. Would she have literally never been happy if that didn't happen? I don't think so. It's just because Bella made a choice that she finally agreed with, but she didn't, Rosalie never grew to accept that sometimes people make choices that she doesn't agree with. Mm -hmm. And that, I think that's like what bothers me most of all. Oh, Rosalie. So yeah, then Edward, after all of these chats, goes back to Bella's house. Mm -hmm. And... Oh, I did want to say one thing. Oh, sorry. That Alice, when Edward is talking to Alice, she keeps saying to Edward, when have you ever said no to Bella? Because they're talking about like all these possibilities of like if Bella's going to become a vampire someday, what's going to mm -hmm. happen? And keep getting a little bit annoyed by how Alice keeps repeating that because Edward has not known Bella long enough I know. for that question to really hold any weight. Like, they've only just started dating. I know. <laughs> yeah, she's being a bit aggressive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> when has Bella ever said no to you? No, when have you ever said no to Bella? She says that too, though. Oh, she does? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm like, 422. I guess maybe because in her vision, she can see more of their relationship, but... Yeah, back off. <laughs> She's a little... I, I like Alice a lot as a character, but I think mm -hmm. a little more enjoyable in the other books. Yeah. She comes off a little bit know-it-all-ish, and... In Midnight Sun, yeah. She comes on too strong, too. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I still don't get why she, like, barges in that time when Edward and Bella are in his room. Oh, yeah. Like, well, that's coming up. Like, <laughs> like what the hell? <laughs> so awkward. Anyway, he comes back. Bella's like, you left? Mm -hmm. You were very deeply asleep. I didn't miss anything. So Belle's like, Charlie, and then Edward says, Charlie? Edward Charlie. <laughs> he left an hour ago after your, retaching your battery cables. I might add, I have to admit, I was disappointed. Is that really all it would take to stop you if you were determined to go? She rocked indecisively from her toes to her heels, her eyes flicking from my face to the door, and then back again a few seconds passed while she seemed to struggle with some decision. You're not usually this confused in the morning, I said, though it wasn't actually something I would know. Never saw her until she had plenty of time to wake up, but I hoped that, as she usually did when I assumed something, she would contradict me and then explain whatever dilemma I, whatever dilemma faced her, which I thought is kind of interesting because it's, I don't know, a little bit of a mind game that Edward is playing where he's saying something that he doesn't necessarily know to be true, but he's doing it just to like get an answer from her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of smart and sneaky of him. It's like a little 
flirty in a way. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Playing dumb. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. So self-aware. Mm-hmm. So then Bella says, I love you for the first time on page 426. And Whoa. right before that, Edward says, the heat of her breath saturated the cotton on my shirt. <laughs> oh, my God. Whoa. And he says, of course, that. in response, you are my life now, which I would be kind of insulted, I think, if I told someone I loved them for the first time and they didn't say, I love you too. No, but I was going to say, I felt like it was creative of him to say that back. Well, why is that? Because it like means the same thing, but mm-hmm. he's just saying it in a different way. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's interesting. It is interesting. But what if someone now. said that, like, you are my life now, and it sense, like, now means you. this week or in this moment? I don't know. I feel like it's a pretty dramatic thing to say. So yeah. I feel like it is pretty. It does mean that they love you. But, yeah, I yeah. get what you're saying. It's like, wait, do you love me back? <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I love spending time with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's always something that happens in TV shows is someone says, I love you, and then the other person is like, thank you. Yeah, it's always, oh my god, that's such a common thing in TV shows, thank you. And then they go to their friends like, you didn't say it? I know. (laughs) And probably on the show, they actually do love him, but for some reason, like, I don't know why, I couldn't couldn't say it. it. But at the end of the episode, they say, I love you, yeah, (laughs) or they break up. Yeah. <laughs> Breakfast time. Yeah. She eats. It's kind of funny, this part. It's in Twilight, too, though. Yeah. <laughs> Edward's just so confused about... The joke that Bella makes. What What did she say? Well, this part in Twilight, uh, it's breakfast time, and so then Bella oh, grabs yeah, her yeah, neck... Yeah. And acts like he's about to suck her blood, and mm-hmm. Edward just like doesn't get it and uh, doesn't find it funny whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was cute. He said, "As I moved with extra care, but I didn't move slowly. I hoped she would be as shocked as I'd been, though definitely not as frightened." As I folded her over my shoulder and darted from the room. Cute. So adorable. Whoa. Oh, it's cute. Then um, he says should introduce me as your boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> also in Twilight. <laughs> my yeah, next name is what's in Twilight too? Um, I know it isn't. Oh my god. Well, actually no. This is not in Twilight. So on page 432, Edward says, you know, he's again referencing back to how Bella, you know, is starting to like ask about sex and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he says, last night she'd asked me if I was attracted to her as a woman, though I felt it was so obvious as, it was so obvious as to be ridiculous, maybe somehow she still didn't understand. Which I like that he says that's us, because even though we know Edward is a guy, we know that he's attracted to Bella, I still don't think even in Bella's perspective that we're used to, it is that obvious. It's not. He's not really physical enough. He's very composed. Mm -hmm. So I like to get that awareness from Edward. Mm -hmm. I agree. Oh my god, wait a minute. And then he says, he says to her, you're so absurd. I laughed and then kissed her forehead, letting the feel of her skin against my lips wash 
wave electricity down the length of my body. Does that mean he gets a boner? <gasps> the length of my body. Shall I like explain how you are tempting me? Yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. Or, or I don't know, his legs. We can read between <laughs> the lines. <laughs> but, and then the next page is really way more sexual than I think Twilight ever gets. Can we just read it? Sure. So let's switch off paragraphs maybe. Okay. <laughs> this is starting on page 432. Okay. Sl slowly my fingers follow the length of her spine, discovering the curve, the small of her back, and resting back. atop the slope of her hip. Though I'd meant to tease her, I was soon lost in the moment as well. My lips brushed against the temple, and I heard my breath speeding to match her heart. Her fingles, fingers trembled against my chest. <laughs> her fingles. <laughs> I only had to incline my head, and then her lips, so soft and warm, were just a hair's breadth away from my own. Carefully, wary of the power of the alchemy, I touched my lips to her. While my body again overflowed with light and electricity, I waited for her reaction, ready to disengage if things got out of hand. She was more <laughs> careful this time, holding herself nearly motionless. Even her trembling had stilled. Hey! Moving with what caution I could muster in the face of what I was feeling, I pressed my lips more firmly against hers, savoring their soft yield. I was not as much as in control of myself as I should have been. I let my lips fall open, wanting to feel her breath in my mouth. <gasps> oh my god. And then it ends with, I, just at that moment her legs seemed to give out and she slipped through my arms toward the floor. Doesn't that seem way more sexual than Twilight ever is? Yeah, it does. It does. Huh. <sighs> Oh, yeah, and then she faints. Oh, yeah. Crazy. <laughs> Embarrassing. Crazy. <laughs> I've never fainted. I only have once when I was a kid. And I fell into a pool. <laughs> <laughs> That's scary. Well, then she gets dressed and stuff, and <laughs> <laughs> they go to the Carlisle's house. The Carlisle's I mean, house? The Carlisle's house. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Carlisle's house. Technically, he's paying for it. Yeah. <laughs> Alice, Alice does the stock market. Why is it that? It really weirds me out. Why is it that the rest of the columns don't work? They totally could if they wanted to. Maybe just to remain uh, under the radar. I guess. I feel like if they networked too much, they'd maybe have too many people who know who they Do are. Do something. Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> this reminds me of The Sims again. <laughs> my parents were just as where their thoughts had placed them in my mind's eye and just as Alice had envisioned them. I don't know. It's just like when you go to your house on The Sims, all your Sims are just like standing there. Yeah. Like where you left them. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they really are like Sims on cheats. <laughs> yeah. Esme is very sweet. She's like very kind towards Bella here. Mm -hmm. And she, she has such pure thoughts about Bella. She says if she's not totally hooked yet, then that should do it when Edward's like playing piano and stuff. Oh, yeah. She's a sweetheart. She's very kind. Very, very kind. And yeah, Edward plays for Bella, which we see in Twilight. I feel like there's less description kind of of their house, but that's. Yeah. I guess that makes sense because. Ever lives there. Yeah. Compared to Twilight, I mean. Mm. I really liked this explanation on page 444 
where Edward says um, about Carlyle, his best interpretation of our life systems was our internal workings must be microscopically porous so we could swallow anything. Oh, so this is when um, he swallows her tear. Though we mm-hmm. could swallow anything, our only blood was accepted by our bodies. That blood was absorbed into our muscles and provided fuel. When the fuel was depleted, our thirst intensified to encourage us to replenish our supply. Nothing besides blood seemed to move through us at all. And so then he says, I swallowed Bella's tear. Perhaps it would never leave my body. After she left me, after all the lonely years had passed, maybe I would always have this piece of her inside me. Oh. That is so cute. Wow. And so hot. Yeah, my friend Tess actually... Is reading Midnight Sun now, and she highlighted that it was like hot. <laughs> and she's crying because of the piano music. That is beautiful. That's I don't cute. know if I've ever truly cried from hearing such beautiful piano music. music. I feel like I will if I hear music <laughs> that's like lyrically very, very sad or something. And mm-hmm. very rarely will that happen to me. Yeah. I know. Instrumental, Shoot. not really, though. It's so light. So open. And then Everett <laughs> shares, and this is in Twilight, about Carlyle's backstory. Mm-hmm. It's a very sad backstory about how Carlyle's father would um, hunt for witches and werewolves and vampires and persecute people. Mm-hmm. And then Carlyle himself got turned. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. And what then it ends? We're gonna go in Carlisle's office, his room. This is always such a weird part of the story, I think. When they go to see Carlisle's office, and then Carlisle's like, I have to go. Yeah, I always thought that was weird too. <laughs> he like goes to see Carlisle for Carlisle to tell stories, and then Carlisle's like, actually, I'm being paid at the hospital, I have to go, you can tell the story. It's like, wait, why don't, why didn't Edward just do that to start? I I guess I don't understand. They could have just walked into Carlisle's empty office and looked at the painting and stuff. I guess it shows how dedicated of a doctor Carlisle is, (laughs) I don't know. I guess it is realistic, too. I, what if there was a medical drama about Carlisle? Like, it's literally, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, you probably wouldn't like it. Dramas. But wouldn't that be crazy? Like, I want to <laughs> see Carlisle at work. I want to see him, like, at the water cooler talking with, like, the the different doctors and stuff and, like, looking at someone's case. That would be case. cool, I guess. Yeah. It's but like, then again, no. <laughs> Then again, no. <laughs> just interesting when like, he goes to work and like I does. I feel like he acts. I'm sure he acts really pleasant and mm-hmm. maybe a little humorous, but I feel like he keeps his distance and is just mm-hmm. like professional. And yeah, I don't know. I almost feel like it might not be as interesting as we think it is. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> not sure why I think that. But anyway, chapter twenty is called Carlisle. Carlisle. So we, the Carlisle house. <laughs> the Carlisle's house. So we're in Carlisle's office, and Carlisle has to go. <laughs> so Edward starts telling the stories. London in the 1650s. Mm-hmm. The London of my youth. I love that. I read this chapter at the beach, and I didn't have a pen for most of it, so I don't have many notes, but my one note that I wrote down for this mm-hmm. chapter is page 452. They talk about... 
the word orgy is mentioned, which was crazy yeah. in the Twilight book. I know. Uh, <laughs> we mentioned that on a mini-sode one time. Oh, did we? We were talking about, oh, the... Voltori definitely have orgies, oh, right? Oh, definitely, yeah. <laughs> I know, it's so weird. Stephanie definitely got more edgy. Yeah. Did she forget this is supposed to be for young adults? Like, I, this... The Twilight books were sold at the book fair. I... Reading in yeah, middle school. Yeah, reading this in middle school, I don't think I would have known what an orgy meant. <laughs> I know. But seriously, they were at the book fair. Yeah. The fifth graders went to the book fair. I remember, I remember um, it being like a scandal that year because it sounds so prude and quaint, but like Breaking Dawn was at the book fair and mm-hmm. everyone was like, oh, it's so inappropriate. <laughs> no, hardly. But like. Yeah. It's For not, fifth grader, it's, I guess. I guess, but. They're married. They're yeah, like, exactly. And we don't see it. <laughs> yeah. It's in some ways it's so prude, but I guess for middle schoolers, yeah. So this is talking about a painting. And I guess always in like that context, mm-hmm. something like an orgy. Thrashing figures seem to be involved in some kind of orgy. <laughs> the other half in a violent, bloody combat. Yeah. So that's what she means, mm-hmm. but it is interesting. Well, let me see what I maybe have for notes, if anything. Oh, I do. Um, so Edward's just kind of going down memory lane in his head. I don't. He's not telling about any of this stuff. He's just like mm-hmm. thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's talking about his time by himself. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. September nineteen thirty had been a very bad year. You know, talking about the Great Depression and stuff. And then, you know, I love when they talk about different places said, I was passing through Milwaukee as I'd passed through Chicago, Philadelphia, Detroit, Columbus, Indianapolis, Minneapolis, Montreal, Toronto, city after city, and then returned over and over again, truly nomadic for the first time in my life. Very interesting. Lots Mm. of time in the Midwest. But I guess he's from there. Yeah. Montreal. Cool. It's so interesting to think about Edward being in those places. Yeah, I never strayed farther south. I knew better than to hunt near the hotbed of newborn (laughs) newborn nightmare armies, nor farther east, as I was also avoiding Carlisle, less for self-preservation and more out of shame in that case. Mm. Oh, okay. What was Carlisle doing east? I don't know. I never stayed more than a few days in any one place, never interacted with the humans. I wasn't hunting. After more than four years, it had been a simple thing to locate their minds I sought knew where I was likely to find them and they were when they were usually active. Hmm. It's pretty uh isolating. Yeah. Not talking to anyone. Must have gone crazy. So in the previous episode we talked about how Carlisle has them attend funerals for the people they killed, but mm. Edward only really killed people in these escapades when True. he left Carlisle. So he never really attended these people's funerals. I don't think so. So who's really having to do this? Is it Emmett and Jasper? <laughs> Probably. Has Alice killed people too? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I want to know more about their slip-ups and like the specific people that this, that they had to attend the funerals for. I don't know. Oh, this was an interesting part. He's thinking about this pedophile basically that was like planning to go, you know, I couldn't believe this was in the book actually. It was pretty dark to me. Um go uh, <laughs> I don't know like 
molest a child and then kill yeah. her afterward and he says the hardest part he's like listening to this guy's thoughts obviously the hardest part the part he struggled with was that he knew he would have to kill her afterward mm. Ugh, this was distasteful and he didn't like to consider the how of it this qualm too was overcome and took another week um so this guy that he's kind of stalking is thinking about it and then but he hasn't done anything yet he hasn't done anything yeah. yet but then when he decides to i guess Edward kills him, and mm. the guy's, like, thankful about it, actually. Mm, very interesting. Mm. It is a weird dilemma, like, kind of, like, playing God in a way of mm-hmm. deciding whose life to take um, based on yeah. your moral judgment, which is true. I mean, the world is a better place without these people who Edward has killed who are going to do so much harm but Mm -hmm. still taking a life yeah but i know it is weird i think edward doesn't feel good about it but it's better than just killing a random innocent person yeah but then he concludes like that stubborn as i was i could not avoid the truth i was happier without human blood it's interesting so he decides to go back to Mm -hmm. carlisle everything and then after all these thinkings and memories and everything he's just like (laughs) brought back to reality and they go into edward's room and i underlined this part even as low as the volume was the speakers hidden in the walls and ceilings made it sound like we were in a concert hall with performers she smiled and wandered over to the closest shelf of cds okay i was just being a geek because for work i write about (laughs) um speakers a lot and specifically in wall and in ceiling speakers i write about all the time interesting and how it can sound like there's live music in your house and so guys the collins that's expensive they must have some really nice speaker systems in their house yeah i bet they do it's expensive to put them in your walls and stuff so of course edward would have that though i mean he's a music snob i think do you think the Collins, and I feel like I know the answer to this, but do you think when they have stuff like that done, like they're having surround sound installed <laughs> into your house, do you think that they hire people to come in and do that for them? Or oh. do you think that they just like figure it out and do it themselves? I'm sure they can figure it out because yeah. their brains are so, you know, fast and mm-hmm. they don't have anything else to do and it seems like they're really good at learning things and so possibly they do it themselves. Yeah. Yeah, like, I feel like they don't have mm-hmm. a lot of people that they pay to mm-hmm. do stuff for. Yeah. I mean, I think they could afford it, but... Mm-hmm. Who would do it? I don't know. I'm just thinking of, like, all the different tasks that you, like, hire people yeah. to do, like, for your house. Like, I'm sure they don't have someone, like, mow their lawn and stuff. <laughs> I'm sure they just do that themselves. They don't probably... Which don't... Colin do you think does these things? Or do you think they all do it? I feel like <laughs> Emmett mows a lawn. Yeah. <laughs> I think Esme, of course, does, like, the cleaning. <laughs> I was going to say plumbing, but they don't have to worry about the plumbing oh, yeah. in the house. Do they? Well, they have the shower. Oh, true. Yeah. I could picture... I yeah, probably, probably wash their hands. But I almost feel like I could see Alice, for some reason, doing the plumbing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Installing the, the speakers. I, I think Jasper cleans the pool. <laughs> <laughs> With the skimmer. Yeah. Jasper. <laughs> yeah, they do have to do the chores. Yeah. There is one. Oh, what do you think they do about um, 
ordering stuff online. Do you think that they have a P.O. box or do you think they get packages delivered right to their house? Mm, maybe. I don't know. I know they're secretive, but I don't see what's so harmful about ordering things online. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to think about. Do they order things online? Or even, like, do, does the the postal worker come to the house? They must. Yeah, probably. But their house is so old. I guess they can predict when the, when the postal worker will show up. <laughs> True. They'll smell them yeah. a mile away. Oh, I liked this part. On 461, Jasper, you know, is getting really into being around Bella for... Wait, why? I can't even remember. <laughs> Sorry, it's just been a while. It's because of the emotions thing, but is it just because he hasn't spent a lot of time with a human like this? Okay, Jasper followed her into the room, unable to help himself. The emotions inside were nearly intoxicating to him. In this moment, I knew Bella's feelings were just the same as mine, for there is no counterbalance to the atmosphere of bliss that Jasper, Jasper is getting high on now. Oh, okay, so he just likes feeling how happy Bella is? <laughs> it's really interesting. Yeah. That, to me, I have nothing wrong with it. I think it's really cool, but it seems like Stephanie's like getting more creative with and expanding on Jasper's powers a little bit. In this yeah, book. yeah. It wasn't really apparent to me in the other books that Jasper feels other people's yeah would like even get that into them yeah seek them out and it seemed i don't know i didn't know it was something he actually enjoyed Mm, i know what you mean you know it's kind of cute though yeah (laughs) this is so cute good then jasper said he found that he was excited by the idea of spending more time with bella and me his enthusiasm spread out from his body, infecting the rest of us. Bella's expression changed from cautious to eager. That's cute. Oh, he's turning around. Mm. Then he pokes her in the rib. Uh, Jasper does? Yeah. What? Wait, maybe it's Alice who pokes. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, I yeah, can't imagine he's pokes <laughs> no. Bella. <laughs> no, it's Alice. She says, let's go see if Carlisle will come. And then he says, like, you don't already know. Mm. But he's being really playful. It's Earlier in the book, we're like, oh, he sucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, chapter concludes, they're going to play baseball. Mm-hmm. The American pastime. Yep. And so then the next chapter is when they play baseball. It's chapter 21, the game. Yeah. This is when shit gets real. Yeah. No. It's no, when the this action is when happens. Action revs up. So they're playing baseball. Playing baseball? I want to play basketball. <laughs> That's not how it went. No. That's an inside joke. That's an inside Sorry. joke. I don't know if you guys would get it. <laughs> also, speaking of, speaking of Caitlin, are you listening to us? Because She's not. we haven't heard confirmation from you. She's not. Yeah, Caitlin, what the fuck? Well, she hasn't read Breaking Dawn, so, I mean, Midnight's on. Yeah. So, why would she be listening? Well, she used to just like to listen to our voices, she said. Yeah, it was calming for her. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, so I, this chapter I read fully on the beach, so I don't have any written notes, but I have a lot of sticky notes. Okay, so he's still at Bella's house, mm-hmm. Edward, I mean, and Jacob and Billy show up, mm-hmm. and 
you know, Billy in his head is like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> and I like how Edward says, just to mess with the old man, I pressed my lips to her throat rather than her lips. Oh! <sighs> oh, I have, um, I flagged this section, um, let's see, I praised the humans on the porch one more time, Jacob Black was embarrassed, thinking caustic thoughts about his father for dragging him out to spy on Bella and her boyfriend, Billy Black, was still suffused, 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 yeah, (laughs) with fear, expecting me to suddenly begin butchering everyone in sight, it was insulting. Mm Mm-hmm. Just, I do feel bad for Jacob in this part. It's so embarrassing. But little does Jacob know that Edward can even read uh, <laughs> yeah. Billy's thoughts. Fish fry in a bag. Homemade fish fry. <laughs> <laughs> they don't actually say that, I don't think. But, I don't think so either. Yeah. But Charlie's not there. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. I really like that Stephanie put this in here. On 466, Jacob's thinking to himself, Something's gone. I never know how to pronounce this word either. Rancid in here? Rancid in here? Rancid, I think. Something's gone rancid in here, he thought, and I wondered if he was reacting to his father's gift in the paper bag. I'd smelled nothing amiss this morning. I think it's cool because I think that's Jacob starting to smell vampires. Oh, yeah. Oh my god, I didn't even think about that. Acidic smell to him. Yeah. And I think later in the book, spoiler, I think at the dance. Maybe I'm making this up, but I think Jacob thinks something similar, like, oh, smells bad, that's okay, or whatever. Yeah, oh my god, yeah. you're so right. I didn't even think about that. His senses are tingling. Yep. It's starting. Yeah. So Bella, you know, Billy's being nosy, mm-hmm. um, meddler, and yeah. Bella doesn't like it, and says it's none of his business. And, oh my gosh... I always liked this part, but, like, he, because Billy wants to talk to Bella and mm-hmm. asks Jacob to go look for a picture of his sister in the truck or in the car, and Jacob goes looking for it and can't find it, and he comes back and he says, there's no picture anywhere in that car. And Billy's like, hmm, guess I left it at home. <laughs> Great, his son retorted with heavy sarcasm. And then Jacob thinks, what was even the point of coming up? old man is getting senile i know it does seem so weird like they show up we know that billy just wanted to talk about edward and warn bella but to jacob it's like why the heck did my dad just drag me out to forks charlie's not even here yeah he asked me to go look for a picture in the car and it's not there like it's just weird I would have been so pissed if I was a teenager and my mom did something like that. <laughs> and, like, he has a crush on Bella. Yeah. It's just so embarrassing. <laughs> like, I would be... First of all, no one wants to be near their crush with their parent. No. Oh, my God. You know. When I was a teenager, <laughs> I didn't even want anyone I know. It's so funny. I didn't want anyone I knew from school to even see me with my parents. No, me neither. I, was like like, if I, I could never go to the movies. No. So embarrassing. No. Alone with my parents? Forget yeah. about it. Or, like, go to a <gasps> store with my mom. If someone saw me with her, I'd be... No embarrassed why of course i'd hang out with my mom i live with her mom if you're listening i love you <laughs> yeah. but i think that's natural though i mean they yeah. say like biologically to make you become an adult you start to like want to leave but it's yeah sad. i know it's weird it's just so weird because it's like i also feel like if i saw someone else with their parents i wouldn't think twice because i'd think well yeah of course they're a teenager and they live with their parents. Yeah. Like, of course they'd hang out with them. But <laughs> I know, it would be humiliating yeah. to be seen with your parents. 
It's so funny. I have a twin brother, mm-hmm. and we were in the same grade, obviously. And he was embarrassed to talk to me in school for a good while. Like, I, I would say anything to him in school in the hallway, and he would be so embarrassed. And it's like, Aww. we're in the same grade. We're classmates. <laughs> I feel like Shannon didn't really talk to me much. I don't know. Shannon, you're definitely not listening. But... Mm-hmm. You're definitely not. I don't know. She's younger than me. I would talk to her for sure, but she didn't really seem to care. Yeah. Like, she really didn't seek me out in school. I don't know. It's always fun when you would run into your sibling in yeah. the hallway. Like, my older brother, it was Kevin. Weird. He was a senior when I was a freshman, and so when I saw him in the hallway, I was always, like, so excited. <laughs> <laughs> it is exciting. Yeah. yeah. I was never in school with Caitlin. Weird. What about elementary school now? Maybe she was in kindergarten when I was in fourth grade. Yeah. Oh, I love this part. Uh, Edward goes back into the car. Let's go to the Carlisle. What's wrong with me? <laughs> Guys, I didn't sleep good. I didn't sleep well last night, so forgive me. He goes back to his house, and I guess he gets mud in. Chucks mud in on the floor, and Esme tells him to clean that up. Mm-hmm. Edward, dear, I can hear you dripping on my floors. Please change into something dry and mop that up. And then he's like, while I was mopping, I thought about the short journey to the baseball clearing tonight. Blah, blah, blah. It's just funny to picture Edward mopping and thinking while he's mopping. (laughs) Some chores that they're doing. Yeah, chores. Mm -hmm. Yeah, see, they do chores. You said in one episode you like when um, Carlisle tells the kids what to do. I like when Esme (laughs) does that, too. Yeah. Okay, I have a note for 482. <laughs> oh, so do I. You go. Um, well, I just have a sticky note, so I don't know why I noted this part, but... I wonder if it's this. You... I underlined, he said, And then, though I'd only been intending to overwhelm her, I found myself wholly overcome. Mm. He's, like, kissing her. I think he's... I don't know what he's trying to do. Yeah, he says, slowly, I leaned down and pressed my lips into the small indentation between her collarbones. Her breath caught and her heart fluttered. Yeah, I think I just probably found it hot. Right here? Right here? Yeah. I'm touching my collar. (laughs) I'm trying to imagine it. They're so funny. In these Twilight books, they always kiss... The collarbone. Collar corner of her mouth. Her jaw. Yeah, her jaw, especially... (laughs) And it's like, is that supposed to mean something else? I'm going to try that out sometime. Mom, stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Does she listen? I'm just kidding. Yeah, my mom listens to like every one. Does she really? Yeah. Every time I talk to her, she's like, I just listened to this one. Oh, no. She always says they're too long. And I say, Mom, you don't have to listen. <laughs> I know what I want to. My mom 100% does not listen anymore, thank God. But I'm sure if I say anything salty... Your mom would probably tell her, hi, Aunt Karen. I can't be myself. No, my mom likes that kind of stuff, I think, though. Right, Mom? Yeah, she definitely does. She likes it. Yeah, she does. (laughs) She finds it funny. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But don't tell my mom stuff. Has she? I don't know. I feel like maybe she They like to talk about us. I feel like she has said to your mom, like, oh... Melissa does dating apps or something, right? Mm-hmm. Does your mom know that? My mom, I don't tell her anything. But I tell does her she nothing. know that? My mom does know that or she alludes to that. She also... Must be from my mom. Yeah. 
But we are putting this out into on the, the internet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's so true. Yeah, I mentioned once Not dating. Realistic. I I mentioned once dating a guy in an episode, and my mom had actually happened to listen oh, to that no. episode, and so we were at dinner, and she goes, "I didn't know that you dated someone who <laughs> didn't like Ed Sheeran." <laughs> Wait, what? Ed Sheeran? Yeah, because remember I said I was... I oh, was like, oh, yes, 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 Yeah, because yes. I don't tell my mom anything about my dating life. And she's always, like, desperate to know things, so... She just wants to know... No, but I know, I know the nature of it. Yeah. My, <laughs> my mom, she learns something and then she takes advantage and then you go on her laptop and then... The guy's Facebook page is favorited, and his yeah. whole family's Facebook page is favorited, and his cousins are face like favorited, <laughs> and it's really bad. So cats will keep mm-hmm. everything a secret. Poor Mel. Yeah. Poor mm. you. My mom sent it to you too. I know. So. <laughs> We're back. I paused it. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> okay. Anyway, back to the book, right? Yeah. Let's go back to the book. <laughs> we just had like an hour conversation. Yeah, we had the longest conversation. <laughs> We've done that a few times on yeah. the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's I wish, nice. You know, I wish all of you guys could be in the living room with us. I know. Talking about life, but some of it's just too personal. Yeah. To put out there. It's fun. I feel like I got way drunker in that time, <laughs> though. I think it's such a double-edged sword, I guess you could call it, because... Drinking during the podcast? I think that it makes our energy pretty good. Yeah. But... Especially in a book episode, hard to know where we are in the book, like reading it, like, oh, it's going on, like, (laughs) okay, we're not, we're not drunk, we're just like, you know, buzzed. Tipsy, yeah. Tipsy. Just having a sip. Does that have to drink some water now? We're in our 20s. Mm -hmm. It's fine. Yeah, we're adults. (laughs) We don't even get carded anymore. I do. (laughs) <laughs> I haven't been lately, and it's I'm internalizing it quite a bit. Well, I don't know. I almost feel like these days, COVID, mm-hmm. it's like you got to go to a sit, at least in Massachusetts, you have to go to a sit-down restaurant type of thing and get food, and it feels very adult. I don't know if a lot of, like, 18-year-olds are doing that. I don't think they're doing Maybe. that. Maybe. Yeah. If you guys are, let me know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, true. But, or 19 or 20-year-olds, but it just seems adult. Yeah, that's true. You know, yeah. to get food and drinks. I agree, yeah. Because usually, if you're underage, you're trying to party. Yeah, you're not going to a restaurant and ordering <laughs> a drink with your fake ID. And ordering a glass of wine. Yeah, the <laughs> one time I tried that, it did not go well. <laughs> yeah, it actually went well for me most of the time, until one time it didn't. Yeah, which is always scary. I know. It's the most terrifying thing. But you know what? When it's they awkward. When they threaten to call the police, they don't. So Oh, that never happened to me, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, they just said, no, I can't take this. Oh, no, they said they were going to call the police and take our license away. Oh, my God. Yeah, and my best friend and I were, like, crying. We were so scared. <laughs> they didn't do anything, so. This was kind of ballsy of me. I was throwing a party, and I had a fake ID. Oh, my gosh. Can you get in trouble for, like, in the past, like, admitting a past crime? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like there has to be a statute of limitations on stuff like that, right? 
We're acting. This yeah. is a podcast. We're acting. <laughs> this isn't real. We're acting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, I was throwing a party, but I wasn't 21 yet, but I had a fake ID. And it used to work very well, but then suddenly it didn't anymore. I think yeah. that they improved their scanners or something. I don't know what it yeah. was. Yeah. And you know what's funny? I actually used Kelly's fake ID as well because yeah. we look alike. Yeah. <laughs> it said I was from Rhode Island. But anyway, I, I was supposed to get the alcohol for the party and I went to like a liquor store and it, I got turned away Ugh. like they scanned it and they're like no but they gave it back to me which is weird and yeah. then I went to another place mm-hmm. and I got turned away oh my god and I went to another place it's like it's crazy that I kept doing the anxiety it. <laughs> no. every single time I used a fake ID I was I sweating it is so scary it's so terrifying but in the same day I kept trying and kept getting rejected because when you're in college and you are under 21 you're desperate like you're desperate you're just trying to like it's maybe just we were yeah (laughs) it's crazy to think of how much we'd party when it's like where did we even get our alcohol i don't know a lot of times it was someone's friend that you knew yeah oh they can get us alcohol like text me what you want yeah and they'd overcharge you (laughs) yeah yeah oh my gosh yeah people would always overcharge yeah to all of our well basically anyone listening from a country that isn't the usa yeah it was very hard growing up in a country where the drinking age is 21 yeah very lame I hope this isn't, like, promoting underage drinking in any way. Um, I mean, to be honest, like, that rule is, like, it's not a moral law. It's just the law of of the land for, like, other reasons. So it's just important to drink responsibly, and I honestly think that the law in place right now makes it so you don't drink responsibly because no one teaches you how to when you're underage. So, I don't know. Yeah, be safe. safe. Don't have us as role models. Have... Bella. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Stephanie. (laughs) No, Bella's very well behaved. She is. She doesn't even, like, care about that kind of stuff. Do you think some of it has to do with the fact that her dad's a cop? Maybe. Possibly. Potentially. I know. What would Charlie think? Yeah. So, anyway, back to this book. (laughs) I wanted to just touch on this four words, four words on page 483. Uh, they're kissing, and he says, Venom flowed, muscles clenched. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's all I have to say. (laughs) I like that. I don't have... But yeah, they're kissing. Oh, this is cute. They're going to see the baseball game. (laughs) I don't know, she starts walking in some... This is after they run, I think. And he says, you're going the wrong way. And, I don't know, she turns around and it's the wrong way again. Mm-hmm. He says, don't be mad. I couldn't help myself. You should have seen your face. Another laugh escaped. I tried to... F- <laughs> this is not even that interesting. <laughs> Another laugh escaped. I tried to swallow that one, the one that followed. Mm. I don't think I just underlined that because it's cute to me that he's laughing. I think it's interesting to think about him unable to suppress his laughter. Like, he's so powerful, but then the fact that, like, he still cannot... Yeah. Cannot control himself. He acts so in control. Mm-hmm. In, in many ways, he really is. Yeah. So it's cool to see that. You know, I think people 
myself included, like that. Like when someone's really silly all the time or funny, mm. when you see them be serious, you're like, oh my god. Yeah. Like, it can be it's kind scary. of scary. Yeah. And then the reverse is true too. Like when someone is pretty composed and serious mm. all the time, when they let loose, it's like, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. I feel the Ma- same way. Maybe because it feels a little rare. Yeah, no. Fleeting. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but this part. Oh, Edward. Okay. I don't even know. You know, guys, we're just like dropping in and out of the text. We can't read every single part. So mm-hmm. I'm not really sure why they're talking about this, but he says, I infuriate myself. I told her, the way I can't seem to keep from putting you in danger, my very existence put you, puts you at risk. Sometimes I truly hate myself. I should be stronger. I should be able to. I underline that part. I truly hate myself because it just makes me sad. Mm. I don't like that. I like that Edward hates himself. I was taking note of this one part um, of Esme's thoughts. So Edward says, well, she hadn't promised nice and it was large enough concession about Rosalie for her to simply be here. And then Esme thinks, utterly ridiculous. Esme <laughs> didn't agree with me. She'd been trying to cajole Rose out of her mood all afternoon without much effort and she was exasperated. It'll be alright once we start, Emmett was thinking. Like me, he was just relieved Rose had come. Yeah, it's interesting. I like that Esme... Is judging Rosalie. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like everyone kind of gives her a pass. And you'd especially expect the mother to mm-hmm. be like, oh, Rosalie. But I think it's very real that mm-hmm. and very respectable that Esme's like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, just get over it. Yeah. I thought it was odd on this same page, 47. <laughs> this is when Alice says, it's time. <laughs> Just like in the movie. But Edward says, it's time. Alice intoned solemnly, working the oracle vibe for Bella's benefit. Vibe? I don't know why that was such a weird description to me. Oracle vibe. And especially Edward, who's mm-hmm. so descriptive yeah. and formal. I don't know. It just seemed weird to me. Whatever. Mm. Page 488, I sticky noted this part where it says Carlisle nodded. And he, Alice, and I moved to take our fielding positions. Esme was telling Bella about her first son now. And I was surprised at the intimate direction their conversation (laughs) had taken. This was Esme's rawest wound, but she was gentle and composed as she spoke. I wondered why she decided to share that. Yeah, Stephanie listened to our podcast. I know. (laughs) She She does. She she has to. I mean, I mean. (laughs) Probably not. But it's weird that. She's acknowledging. Yeah, that was weird. That was weird that she just <laughs> brings that up while they're playing baseball. She's talking about her son that she lost. Just it is weird. Not the time. I know. <laughs> so they're playing the game. You know, it's great fun. It's very exciting. Mm-hmm. There's some bitchiness on Rosalie's part. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. I th- We talked about this in an earlier episode, but... Uh, like, Rosalie gets hit or whatever, and Bella claps for her. Oh, yeah. And then Edward says, Rosalie didn't acknowledge Bella's spontaneous applause. She wouldn't even look at her, instead rolling her eyes at me, but I was surprised to hear that she was ever so slightly softened. I suppose it wasn't that remarkable. I knew how much Rosalie craved admiration. Mm-hmm. So, Rosalie is softening, but it is totally self-centered. I feel like it's not worth She's giving such her... a narcissist. Yeah. 
it's not any worth any credit whatsoever but then also later down on that page 491 um rosalie thinks how long will the google google eyes take the storm will last forever mm. it's just really like come on <laughs> <laughs> like come on <laughs> i know and then 492 we could all hear Rosalie's teeth grinding. Ew. For some reason, I wrote a question mark next to that. <laughs> I, you know, it just bothers me. That would drive me insane. I don't even understand how these vampires can live. It's such sensory overload. Yeah, hearing how can you hear teeth, teeth grinding across the field. Across the field. Yeah, that is crazy. I feel like even just in a room, that would bother me. Yeah. But. What? Does that mean you can hear like all the little animals? Stuff like that does. Chewing. <laughs> it does make being a vampire sound very unpleasant. Mm -hmm. I know. But it's not really explained. Like, can they tune it out well? You know? Because some vampires seem to enjoy being a vampire mm -hmm. and think it's something, you know, better than human life. So, I don't know. Yeah. But to me, it sounds crazy. Well,. Anyway, the chapter ends with the strangers arriving, mm -hmm. and they're freaking out. You know, Alice gets a vision. It starts to get scary. Edward's like, I'm sorry, Bella. It was stupid, irresponsible to expose you like this. I'm sorry. I do think it's crazy that he wasn't more careful. I know, but I don't know. Like, they didn't know. Yeah, they didn't know. They didn't know. When you know better, you, you do, do better. better. <laughs> <laughs> and in this kind of situation, like, how would he know better? Yeah, exactly. He wouldn't. This is his first time being a human. So, this is something random. I just felt like, okay, it's only three times, but in the next three pages, the word anxious or anxiety was just, it was used three times, but it just kind of bothered me. Mmm, I see it. On 498, it's, I it would have been twice. anxious. On 500, it's, it was strange for a vampire just twitch in anxiety. And then on 501, vibrating with anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> just stuck out to me. Yeah, that is weird. I get it, you're anxious, but... That's just my, my little writing critique. <laughs> <laughs> if we were in a workshop with Stephanie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so bitchy of me. Anyway, chapter 22 is The Hunt. The Hunt. And so. this is when, you know... Things take a turn. Mm -hmm. It's getting intense. It is intense. So the first thing I noted is that Ro uh, Laurent is attracted to Rosalie. Yeah. Which of course is like expected since Rosalie's so beautiful. It's kind of interesting though. But yeah, his, his <laughs> thoughts are like very direct about it. He's thinking, I wonder if she's mated. Hmm, they do seem bit Seem, seem to be in even numbers. His eyes skipped over the rest of us, then settled on Rose again. Yeah. So I guess she and is that beautiful. Still, the leader, Laurent, was sure of the plan. If our covens could get along with each other, then we could get along with his. Everyone would calm down, and they would all pl they could all play, and he would want to get to know the glowing blonde, dot, dot, <laughs> dot. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Mm -hmm. And they're all very intimidated by Emmett. Oh, yeah. Um, so the two males seemed unable to keep their eyes off Emmett for long either. I found myself appraising my brother. He seemed even bigger than usual tonight, and there was something unnerving about his taunt stillness. So Emmett is such a valuable asset to their coven. Yeah. You know, don't really realize it until mm -hmm. moments like these. Well, that's kind of like in Breaking Dawn when they walk across 
to the Voltori and Emmett joins them is just because he's so, like, big and My monkey scary. Man. My monkey man. I love Emmett. <laughs> well, yeah, wasn't it last episode you are like, I feel attracted to Emmett. I feel like <laughs> Emmett is my type in a way. Yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> Mel, go find your Emmett. I know, and my Emmett. My Emmett. Anyone I- listening? It's like, Emmett? <laughs> <laughs> um maybe probably not <laughs> so you know it's really intense they're talking to these nomads and so far they haven't reacted about bella mm-hmm. which is kind of a miracle but we kind of find out that's because jasper's like hiding her yeah like he's which i also didn't know he could do this no i didn't know he could either but he can like project emotions well i guess i guess we knew it but because he could control people's emotions, but he's making them feel bored. Yeah. Whenever they look at him. Yeah. And he's kind of like standing in front of Bella, right? Yeah, and I was shocked by that because I was like, why is Edward being just randomly so rude right now? I know. I glanced at him from the corner, staring at Jasper, mm-hmm. and found myself so incredibly bored. <laughs> there was nothing less interesting in the world than this nondescript vampire standing docilely to one side of our grouping. And I was like, wait, what? Nondescript docile? <laughs> Jasper? I was like, why is this randomly so mean? I know. I didn't even I didn't consider myself that Jasper was projecting that feeling onto him. This is another one of those things, though, I have to wonder, and I really don't mean it as a criticism or anything, but I wonder if Stephanie Meyer, when she wrote Twilight, knew this. Yeah. Or if later on she was like, you know, it is kind of weird that they don't notice Bella until the wind. Yeah. Why is that? Oh, maybe because Jasper was doing something. You do have to wonder because... Stephanie didn't, when she was writing Twilight, ever think that she was going to have the chance to... Oh, maybe she did, but I feel like most authors wouldn't think that they would write in a different character's perspective to give that insight. So I feel like you would, if something is like that, you would want to convey it in the initial Mm -hmm. version of it. I don't know. Yeah. I know. Maybe she did know this Mm -hmm. years ago. This part does show a lot of Jasper's growth. I thought it's really sweet. He says um, about Jasper, he wouldn't be able to hold it if things got physical, but for now he had Bella encased in a more clever protection than I could ever have imagined. Gratitude swamped me again, which is just very sweet since in the beginning of the story we were like, oh, I don't think I like Jasper since he (laughs) wanted to kill Bella. Mm -hmm. And now he's doing everything he can to protect her. You are my life now. (laughs) (laughs) Jasper feels the same way. (laughs) I do love Jasper. I mean, yeah, we did see kind of a bad side of him in this Mm -hmm. beginning of this book, but... All in all, mm-hmm. I oh, think the- like I feel like when we read the Twilight books on this show, I felt I don't know a lot of compassion for Jasper. Yeah, I really yeah. like him. <laughs> Although, quickly after, what does he do something bad? Well, it's it's not that he does something <laughs> bad, but it seems like things might get physical. So it says as if he were reading my thoughts. Jasper pulled his concealment back in that second. Okay, so. Okay, all of them were affected. Why did he do that? So he did it. Let's see. Bella's scent, fresh and immediate, wafted directly into the strangers' faces. All of them were affected, but while Laurent and Victoria were predominantly confused by the delicious smell coming out of nowhere, James shifted instantaneously into hunting mode. Jasper's camouflage wasn't strong enough to deter that kind of focus. 
There was no point in pretending any longer, as if you were reading my thoughts. Jasper pulled his concealment okay. back in that second, leaving only himself and Alice still hidden. I realized Why? it was better that he did that he do this, that it would only alert these nomads to his extra talents if he tried to keep Bella obscured oh, now. Right, Yet right, I still right. felt a weak prick <laughs> of betrayal. Mm. Well, yeah, he's kind of protecting himself. It's kind of a dick move. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I don't want them to know I have a power. Yeah. Whatever. He's pro protecting Alice as well. I feel like it sounded like I was faking it, but I genuinely couldn't remember... As you were reading <laughs> yeah. the reasons for everything. I was like, what? What? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I, I believe you. I wasn't, like, putting on a show to make it sound. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, now there's a threat. And it's... Yeah. It's scary. I thought it was interesting that on 506, you know, this whole time, mm -hmm. he's talked so much about Bella's translucent skin mm -hmm. her pale white skin and then is talking about james he's suspicious of me now of all of us why hadn't he noticed the girl before she was so obvious her apricot skin soft and matte in contrast with the shine of the rest like oh now she has mm. apricot skin <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was translucent <laughs> whatever <laughs> weird I wrote a note that, so this is after James says, you brought a snack. That it's kind of <laughs> interesting how to vampires, a human isn't necessarily always food. Like, they wouldn't think of a pig or a, oh, no, no, no. Mm. It's like always food in a way if they're not a vegetarian. But like, if someone brought a pig or, like, a cow to a baseball game, yeah. I wouldn't say, like, you brought a snack. You brought a snack. <laughs> Even though I do eat beef and pork, you know? Yeah. And it is weird that they can interact with humans. Humans? Yeah. You know? I mean, like, we... I'm sure that occasionally that the nomads do talk to humans, but... Mm -hmm. It is weird mm -hmm. because they also used to be humans. Mm -hmm. I guess it's just not the same. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think the animal analogy really works. It's more like if yeah. somehow there was... Amazing chocolate cake showed up. Yeah. You would be like, you brought a snack. Yeah, but at the same time, I wouldn't <laughs> fight to the death to I know. eat it. You I don't know? think there's anything like that for us. Yeah. It's, I almost imagine blood isn't just food, it's like a drug. Yeah. I mean, that's what Edward says too. Yeah, exactly. But it's like withdrawal almost. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah can you imagine going choked. on this crazy hunt? <laughs> someone had a really good chocolate cake. <laughs> to the ends of the earth I'll do anything I'll do anything it's just so <laughs> yummy I need it <laughs> well yeah in some ways they are more animalistic I guess yeah definitely you know well cause I think they also don't they're monster yeah I mean some of the vampires would understand would not go through that effort <laughs> but like for James it's like you could, if you did want human blood right now, just go kill anybody else in town. Like, you yeah. don't need Bella right now. And it's like, I feel it's like... his hobby. Yeah. And he's obviously a tracker. But, like, we as humans do the same thing. It's like, stuff like that is fleeting. Mm -hmm. We're not going to be, like, thinking about the cake afterwards for much longer after we smell it. Yeah. But we definitely, not in the same way, but people do like the chase of things, mm -hmm. I think. Like, they do get obsessed, yeah. You know, even in 
It's so not as extreme at all, but like, oh, you could just have this to eat. Like, no, I want to go find the best restaurant. Yeah, true. <laughs> I could just have a Bud Light, but I want a craft beer. Like, That's I don't know. true. I feel like James, it's not even really about her. It's just like his, it's fun for him. It's about winning, yeah. Yeah, yeah we all, don't we do that, guys? Kind of. But definitely not to this <laughs> No. <laughs> You're right. Like, a human would just let it go. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I thought it's kind of interesting here. We are not hearing James's thoughts that much. I don't really understand why. Edward is, like, very in tune to his body language. But it's like... Yeah. Well, he does... Here's one. It's like, wait until they separate. Use the time for... Mm. I can't... I don't have a reconnaissance, <laughs> reconnaissance, I don't, <laughs> that's a Thoris that Stephanie is using for this book, that looks like a stirred up French word, use the time for reconnaissance, <laughs> um, I feel like maybe because his thoughts are just so direct, yeah, I don't know, so like, uh, one track, yeah, it's maybe not that interesting to tell well, us. Well, oh yeah, he says, but his thoughts didn't give it any special feeling for her. Hmm. Oh yeah, I underlined that, Mel. Oh yeah, I did Good too. job. <laughs> and Great minds think alike. <laughs> he looks at Alice, and Edward says there was a flicker of surprise as he took in her face for the first time, perhaps wondering why he hadn't thought to appraise her before, but that surprise did not resolve into the words before he turned and dashed after the others. Hmm. So that's him recognizing Alice, because he was the one who changed her. Yeah. All those years ago. And we talked about last time how odd it is that Alice doesn't remember that. Mm-hmm. If he supposedly was like standing above her. Or yeah. Whatever, we'll get to it. That is odd. But anyway, they, you know, flee this situation. And anything, to, anything more to say about that before we get into like no. the, the chase? Mm-hmm. While they're in the Jeep. Are they in a Jeep? Doesn't matter. They're in a car. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, don't mean to sound flippant about it, but you know, you guys we'll be know. hunting through the page to figure it out. Yeah. Um, leaving and trying to figure out what to do, and you know, there's a lot of back and forth about should they go back for Charlie? Like we have mm. to. And Bella's very concerned about the Collins. Like if we don't go back, he's gonna think. You know, he's a cop. He's going to think you did something to me. He's going to call the FBI, whatever. She's very concerned about the Collins' safety, which obviously Edward thinks is absurd. Mm -hmm. But I thought it was interesting on 518 at the bottom. He says, Bella, please just do this my way, just this once. I begged, though it didn't sound like pleading when the words came through my clenched teeth. Now, I didn't compare this to Twilight. I should have. But Mm -hmm. I wonder if that's one of those situations where, like, it doesn't come off the way there's a lot of this in the book you know like in edward's head he means Mm. something one way but it comes out much meaner or harsher or something he thinks he's begging but then says it doesn't sound like pleading so maybe it sounded more like just do this my way just this once (laughs) you know probably like stephanie correcting not correcting but like giving yeah expanding on it yeah Maybe. Before that, on page 517, I wrote that, so Edward is looking through Alice's visions of, Mm -hmm. like, what's going to happen. He says there weren't 
very there weren't very many options maybe 30 solid versions that is so <laughs> many versions what i know what the hell oh my god how many is he used to <laughs> that is too many <laughs> that is a lot to be able to keep track of all of those I mean, they're freaking lucky in a way. Yeah. Imagine having to deal with the situation without someone who can predict the future and without I know, exactly. someone that can read minds. Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> what I don't get, and I wrote this here, technically, James shouldn't even be able to track Bella as, since she's a shield, right? Well, she's not really a shield yet. Yeah. You know? It just, her power doesn't make sense. Like, why does Aro, why is he not able to inflict his oh, power yeah, on her? Why is Jane not able to inflict her power? And yet, it's well, like so selective. I feel like, I almost feel like James's thing has nothing to do with the other person. I feel like he could track, mm-hmm. obsess over whatever anyone he wants to. Mm. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that like he's not really using. I don't even know if he has a power per se. It's more like a mindset. Yeah. Like I don't really know if he's so good at anything. He's just obsessive and loves. He the just hunt. can't quit. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like his downfall in a way. But it's not like he's inflicting anything on Bella. Yeah. That's true. You know, he's just annoying. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was funny that they're first like escaping in the truck. And, um, or no, or no, oh, yeah. so Bella says, she makes a comment about like, we can't all fit in my truck. And Edward thinks as if we were going to make our escape in that geriatric <laughs> sloth. I, <know. laughs> I, I said nothing though, Edward. knowing how sensitive she was about her oh. truck. I didn't have the energy for a pointless argument. Why is Bella thinking <laughs> that they're going to escape in the truck at this moment? She's <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, mm-hmm. a little naive. <laughs> I don't really get why. I mean, I guess because she knows the area so well and she thinks it's so obvious, but I don't know if Phoenix was the best decision. I agree with you because... (laughs) Could have picked at least another city in Arizona or something. Something slightly random. Massachusetts. Yeah. (laughs) You would have never come here. Yeah. Like, (laughs) Massachusetts. (laughs) Just throw us... Put us in the book. Yeah. Why didn't you She hasn't mentioned Massachusetts. It's weird. I know. <laughs> I'm insulted. Well, they do mention a sock scheme at one point, but it's oh, yeah, not clear yeah. if it's That's the true. red socks or the white socks. I know. You're right. I don't know if people in Chicago say the socks when they mean the white socks. Maybe. But we here in Massachusetts say the socks. Love the socks. Yeah, love the socks. No, but, like, her whole argument of, like, it's so obvious he will never guess it, I he think does. is, he does guess it, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess when you know better, you do better. Yeah, exactly. But, as Oprah says, but, what do you guys think? It's, it's a little risky. It is risky. You know, I feel like their options were, like, staying, no, I guess they were never going to do that. What else, where else would they go? Somewhere totally remote? I don't know. I feel like they would have had better chances going anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> and, like, I feel like the whole issue with her the mom wouldn't world. have happened. They had literally the whole world to choose from. Yeah. They could have gone to... Russia. Yeah. Indonesia. Yeah. Maine. 
Antarctica. <laughs> Bolivia. Anywhere. Anywhere. Anywhere at all. New Zealand. <laughs> just shout out places. <laughs> A random town in Finland. Yeah. A random town anywhere. But no, they had to go to where she's from. <laughs> yeah, where her scent like probably already is in some ways. <laughs> the next chapter is chapter 23. Goodbyes. Goodbyes. Do you think a chapter title like this is supposed to make us feel nervous? Like, oh my god, did somebody die? Maybe. I'm looking at the word goodbyes so much right now that like it looks like it's not a real word. You know what I mean? Yeah. Looks like it a does ger- look strange. German word or something. Yeah. It looks so odd. Hmm. I thought so. You know, they do the whole plan where they're having Bella look like she is fighting with Charlotte. Charlisle. <laughs> My mouth just fell open. <laughs> Fighting with Charlisle. Charlisle. Fighting with Charlie so they can convince Charlie that she's leaving and mm-hmm. stuff like that. <laughs> Charlisle. Charlisle. That could have been their kid. You know. It would have been a better name than Renette's May. Yeah. Um, but do they really need to pack or is that all for show? Because it's like... it's just for show. Okay. Yeah. Say, in, in such an emergency like this, like, does it really matter if Bella has, like, clean underwear and stuff? No. And yeah, I think it's just for show. The right amount of clothes. Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting. They're deciding whether they should, you know, run off or mm-hmm. just, like, protect Bella mm-hmm. in town or whatever. But he says, as I considered this, Alice saw how the tracker would wait, how he would adapt, how he would after the boredom set in. Begin a war of attrition, Bella's friends disappearing in the night, favorite teachers, Charlie's co-workers, random humans who had no connection to her. It's really sick. Like, James mm. would just start killing all these people, just waiting for them to, like, give up. Which, Bella obviously would. Yeah. She would hate it if people were dying, quote, because of her. Um, crazy. Crazy. We did not know that. I'm my heart is breaking during the section when Bella is talking to Charlie, and Edward says the words seemed simple enough, but so this is after Bella says, I really really hate forts. I know. And Edward says the words seemed simple enough, but crushing anguish speared Charlie through where he stood. His mind swirled almost like vertigo, and his thoughts was another face so much like Bella's and also tear-stained. This woman's eyes were pale blue. Obviously, Renee. I drew a sad face in my book. Me too. I drew a broken heart. (laughs) (laughs) Seemed Bella had scripted these words with care. Charlie stood stunned and splintering as Bella ran awkwardly across a small lawn. Ran awkwardly. The heavy duffel compromising her balance. It's so sad. Oh my gosh. My heart, why don't you? I could too. My dad loves Charlie. I have a special recording for you guys someday. In when the are we going to hear that? I don't know. I, I mean, I guess we could share it now if I wanted to. <gasps> Should we? Maybe. Is now a good time? Maybe. I don't know. When did you think would be a good time? I don't know. It also includes a lot of, like, my mom talking about Suki Waterhouse, which is kind of interesting, kind of problematic. <laughs> 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 we'll do a different time. Different okay. time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So yeah, it's it's very sad what Bella runs mm-hmm. out. 
and she's crying. They're, when they're in the car, it's so sweet. The like way that Emma is acting as a bodyguard, again, it just makes me so attracted to Emmett. <laughs> yeah. Because I was surprised at his, Emmett was running in the road close behind us. Oh no, no not in the car. Outside the car. And was running the car close behind us now. I was surprised at his intentions. I would have expected he'd be itching to catch the tracker in pursuit to bring the ordeal to a quick and violent end. Instead, his thoughts were focused on Bella. His few moments as a bodyguard seemed to have affected him deeply. He safely... his Her safety was his current priority. Oh. Bella brought out everyone's protective side. Very sweet. That is sweet. It's interesting. He's thinking about... They could have just fought them. Yeah, he said, mm. I'd seen enough of his memories to believe that Jasper could probably have handled all three. Not that Emmett would have let him. And if we were a normal coven, though we would never be considered normal at our size, we probably would have attacked just for the insult. But we weren't normal. We were civilized. We tried to live to a higher standard, a gentler, more peace peaceable did not know that was a word. More peaceable standard. Mm -hmm. Because of our father. Because of Carlisle. Tonight we had hesitated. We had chosen the more humane route because that was our habit, our way of life. Did that make us dot 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 weaker? I flinched at the thought, but then immediately decided that our choice was still the right one, even if it did make us weak. I could feel that. It resonated deeply in my mind, my being, or my soul, if just such a thing existed. Mm. It is interesting. It's like, yeah, it would have... I don't know. It is a little bit slightly counterproductive because they are going to kill James, Victoria, and the wolves are going to kill Laurent anyway. Yeah. So they could have just done it right then and there. I know. But they didn't. It would have been so much <laughs> easier if they did. <laughs> yeah. I guess we'd have no series. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, th I honestly think a lot of this is kind of Carlisle's fault. Or it's just <laughs> because of Carlisle tonight we hesitated. Mm -hmm. They should have just done it. They would have won. Yeah, they would have. Like, the nomads are so outnumbered. Yeah. And they have all these powers. It's kind of silly. Yeah. They have Emmett, who's strong AF. They have Jasper, who's, like, general. Yeah, exactly. I fought in the newborn armies. Um, they yeah, have, he would not have taken them out. Edward can read their mind. Yeah, Alice, Alice can predict yeah. their every move. Rosalie <laughs> is just, like, very fierce. <laughs> And then Fierce. Esme and Carlisle are like... They can just stand there. They can just stand there and be <laughs> feisty when they need to be. So it's like the nomads never stood a chance if they just fought right there in the clearing. It would have horrified Bella for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that actually would have been kind of cool. Yeah, like real. But we'd have less of a plot for New Moon and Eclipse. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. There's so no. The other stories <laughs> are stretching out this plot so much. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Not really new moon in a way. Laurent shows up, but he doesn't yeah. have to. I know. Victoria is a new moon. She is a new moon, yeah. Mm -hmm. But she's a looming threat. She's Yeah. And I, I think it's important that she's there. And Laurent, I feel like, shows up just to warn about Victoria in a way. For us as the you readers. Know, when you know better, you do better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Third time we've <laughs> said that. I do think it's hard for Carlisle. Like, he's so peaceful. I don't mm -hmm. think he wants to fight. But, you know, later on, he does. He does. He when does it, fight. When he has no choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You give me no choice. <laughs> <laughs> what if Edward, not Edward, what if Carlisle yelled at his family? 
Yeah. Give him no choice. Carl has to have some moments where he loses his composure. I, I want it. I mean, yeah, that's perfect. the thing is like, we don't get that release. Yeah. He's like too perfect all the time. Yeah. Maybe when him and Esme are alone, <laughs> they I'm fight sure like crazy. fiction out there. Yup, I bet. But <laughs> oh, yeah, are we ever going to do more fan fiction? Maybe. Maybe. I have more Maybe of someday. me loving Emmett in the book. Um, Do it. 535 is sweet, or it says, It did feel safer in a strange way to see Emmett, massive and indestructible, crating, cradling Bella in his colossal arms. She was barely visible behind them. Mm. Very sweet. What a guy. Mm. Oh, my gosh. What? And his girlfriend, Rosalie, on page 539. So horrible. Because so, she is. Yeah. Edward wants him to trade clothes, and Rosalie thinks, don't you see what she's done to us? She's ruined everything, and you want me to protect her? <laughs> like, shut up, Rosalie. Read the room. Like, <laughs> don't you see how stressed everyone is right now? Rosalie. Like, <laughs> Bella is Edward's mate. She's part of the family. And she says, But really? She spit the rest of her answer aloud, resolved that Bella would hear it too. Why should I? What is she to me? Except a menace, a danger you've chosen to inflict on all of us, which is, we so see this wrong. in Twilight. It's just evil. Like, it's so, I don't know, she really wouldn't feel this way if Bella was a vampire mm -hmm. and was Edward's vampire love. Mm -hmm. She really looks down on humans, mm -hmm. you know? She thinks she's better. She thinks she's smarter than Bella. Like, oh, you're an idiot. I would choose something different from you. You yeah. don't know anything. It's like, who are you to say that Bella doesn't know what she wants? Mm-hmm. Fuck you. I guess at the same time, it's like, it's complicated because Rosalie also has one of the cleanest track records besides killing Royce and his buddies. That's true. Like, she hasn't... His buddy killed as many humans even though she is like very spiteful and mean whereas mm -hmm. Emmett is very very nice but mm -hmm. does forgive himself for the like slip-ups he had it's so interesting to him it's like no big deal and he's like well it happens and Jasper of course has killed people too and so it's like the vampires who are nicer <laughs> also have murdered more have a bigger body count I wonder if Rosalie maybe she does have respect for human life. Maybe she does. Mm -hmm. But I wonder if part of the reason she's been so clean is like competition or like trying to stick it to her I family. I think so, probably. Especially Edward. Mm -hmm. She kind of has like a rivalry with Edward, I think. Not really rivalry, but like she's competitive with him. She, she is, she, yeah. She's mean yeah. <laughs> to him. I don't know. I think she wants to be better. Yeah. But maybe, she, I don't know, maybe she does actually want to be a good person, but it just isn't apparent to me. Yeah. I thought it was kind of cool in 538, just right before, he's talking about Laurent, and I don't know, we just get a little bit of background on him. Like Edward says, though this was not a palace, meaning the Cullen's house, though this was not a palace and he lived in several, there was an atmosphere of permanence and sanctuary here that he'd not felt in centuries. And... Edward says, I felt a strange kind of yearning from the dark-haired vampire toward my father, a sense of respect and a desire to belong. But he quashed that emotion before it could take root, and then he was racing out the door with no intention of slowing until he was safely in the ocean. 
Well, that escalated quickly. (laughs) 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 Wait, he's in the Collins house and then he's in the (laughs) Wait, wait, a sense of respect and respect. One lady was watching motion before it could take her and then he was racing out the door with no one just slowing until he was Okay, until he was safely in Okay, yeah. So he's not there yet. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a little sad because you can see that Laurent... Like, he, he has this desire to belong. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think Laurent could have become a really good guy. I if think he so, got too. The well, it's kind of like when you start college, for instance, and mm-hmm. you, like, meet a group of people. There's just, like, sometimes, like, in the beginning, you're like, oh, is this my people? I don't really yeah. know, but it's the first people I'm hanging out with. Yeah. It's kind of like what it is for Laurent when he becomes a vampire. It's yeah. like, okay, these are the two I connected with and he's also a third wheel yeah <laughs> he just so happened to get sucked in this group yeah he doesn't really belong mm-hmm. it's kind of sad he doesn't get the chance to well then he know. does go to the Denali clan but I feel like at that point he's kind of spent too much time on the other side that he mm-hmm. just can't really acclimate as well as he could have if he started out that way yeah. the way the clones had an advantage I mean, he fucked up. He shouldn't have, like, threatened Bella. Whatever. Yeah. He, he, that's a that's it. huge mistake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he ruined his fate. In he did. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, getting in position, mm-hmm. taking bags, cars, plans, mm-hmm. kisses Bella, I believe. And then we have that line... You know, we've heard that line before where Edward says, could a dead heart be? Mm. Felt like mine was, could it, mm-hmm. whatever. And so he says, could a dead heart break at this point, which is just very sad. I feel like I could really feel the emotion here. And he says, I was at her side, my arms tight around her, pulling her off the ground. Her warmth in my arms was quicksand, and I wanted to drown in it to never pull free. I kissed her once. Worried that the plants would all crumble into chaos if I couldn't make myself step away from her. Part of me didn't care if every human in human life in Forks and La Push in Seattle were sacrificed to keep her by my side. Oh, it's just so heartbreaking. Oh my gosh. It is. But yeah, so they separate. You know, she's mm-hmm. going with Alice and Jasper. And... And he's on his way with Carlisle and Emmett, and then Esme and Rosalie are guarding Charlie. Charlie right. mm-hmm. Rosalie like doesn't want to help, but she agrees to stay with Esme. So she's like not doing it to help Edward or Bella. She's doing it to help Esme. Mm-hmm. She's doing kind of the easiest job. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's a job that needs to be done. That's true. Yeah. And the chapter ends with Edward saying. I had a job to do. Mm-hmm. Do your job. End of the episode. If that was a TV show. <laughs> I think we can do one more chapter. What do you think? Okay. Let's do it. Okay. Why the heck not, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, last chapter, guys. Chapter 24, Ambush. Ambush. Sounds dramatic. I wonder what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is actually interesting. You know, at this point, this is totally Midnight Sun independent, you know? Because mm-hmm. in this part of the book, we have Bella off with Alice and Jasper. Like, mm-hmm. we, this is new. Yeah, that's so true. I thought it was kind of 
well, I don't remember if this is Twilight, but they kind of make Bella seem like a baby where yeah. <laughs> Edward is saying to Carlisle and Bella, Bella needs to eat at least three times every 24 hours. It Every time, every 24-hour period, and hydration is important. Yeah. <laughs> she, should have, she should have water on hand, ideally eight hours of sleep. Like, they just don't know what to do with this human. I know. I thought it was so weird. She's texting... Mm. Alice is texting back, and she only texts back to her why. As in yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was confusing for me at first. Get it. I don't necessarily get it because she's... Well, I think she's obviously doing it to be, like, inconspicuous. Yeah, trying to be discreet. But it's not like James is going to necessarily read their text messages. Well, I thought maybe she didn't want Bella to see, too. Oh, maybe. Because he says, okay, yeah, she only texts back the letter Y in acknowledgement. I took that to mean that Bella was still awake and Mm -hmm. Alice intended to keep my instructions to herself. She must see an unpleasant reckoning if she ignore me. Well, back then it was also hard to text. You had to do that, like... Yeah. (laughs) That's true. Pressing it many times. But they're vampires. They can do anything really fast, so... I think she's just trying to be secretive. (laughs) So, yeah, they're running around trying to distract James. They're on to Calgary, which is really far. Banff National Park, really cool. Surrounded by trees again. It looks quite similar to home, but drier. I thought that was cool. Hmm. I had a question. Okay. So Edward's <laughs> running, and he says, "We all, we all three threw ourselves out of the speeding jeep. Oh, I yeah. landed on the balls of my feet, and I was sprinting toward the sound of the tracker's thoughts." Something like that sounds really painful. Do you think that uh, vampires can feel physical pain? Especially when they're, like, fighting and stuff? I don't know. I think they can. Mm-hmm. But... But rarely do. It seems like in this situation, I don't think it did bother him. Yeah. Which is amazing. It's weird that they had to do human stuff, too. Like, they had to stop for gas. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, they're just running all over the place. And it gets kind of insane, like... They end up running around probably thousands of miles mm-hmm. for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, minutes passed and hours. Endless night wore on. He changed direction, he being James, a dozen times. He moved predominantly west. They're just chasing him around like crazy. Mm-hmm. And Alice is texting. Yeah, it is so weird that she's <laughs> being so minimal with her text, but we each decided the directions we would search at the base, but Alex... Not Alex, <laughs> but Alice just kept texting N N N N. Her view of the tracker was so limited she could only see how he reached to his trail. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she's saying that instead of no. But and when she's texting people's names, she'll either say C or M or Ed. Mm-hmm. And she texted. Maybe that's just tip. her texting language, though. Yeah. So people are just like. Yeah. Very much a minimal texture. I have the whole thing about Charlie is very scary. Like I feel like the risk what about that him? Charlie could have died is quite great actually. Well, not really. So he says Carlisle called Esme and they spoke while we ran. She had no real news. She was mostly worried about us. The redhead was still in the area, but she wouldn't come within five miles of Esme and Rosalie. Rosalie had done um, some scouting and it appeared the redhead had gone to the high school in the night and through most of the public buildings in town. She hadn't gone north toward our house, and she'd only gone as far south as the um, municipal... <laughs> I always struggle with that word. Municipal airstrip, but she seemed to be hiding herself to the east, maybe keeping close to Seattle for a bigger hunting ground. She'd 
tried at Charlie's house one time, but not until he left for work. Esme had never been more than a few yards from Charlie throughout, which was impressive since he had no idea where she was. So it's like, they're not really, they don't, okay, I guess I retract what I said. They don't come that close to killing Charlie, but like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's crazy that they didn't kill one of the humans in town. I know. I also like they should have. Like, I feel like the stakes would have been a lot higher if all of a sudden. It is kind of crazy. Angela Weber was killed. I randomly. I wonder why Victoria didn't kill anybody. Mm-hmm. She's gone through all the public towns and mm-hmm. uh, the public buildings in town. <laughs> <laughs> it's a private I town. Can't speak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that he says mm-hmm. I swept the familiar Olympic Park. Yeah! Yeah. It's such a beautiful place. I really want to go back mm-hmm. so badly. Mm-hmm. But that, yeah, that is scary, Mel. Like, there was seriously a vampire at Charlie's house. It's yeah, it's terrifying. <sighs> They're really lucky. So then Alice calls and says he's coming here. He's coming mm-hmm. to Phoenix. If he's not already here, I saw the second room again. And Bella recognizes Sketch. It's her mother's house. Edward. He's coming after Renee. He can't know we're here. But I don't like Bella so close to him. He's too slippery. I can't see him. Yeah, and so Edward's dizzy, dazed, though I knew it was an illusion. There's nothing wrong with my mind or body. You know, he's freaking out. Mm-hmm. And they say, guy got on a plane. Yeah, and... so they notice that he has a private airstrip. <laughs> I, yeah. Which is interesting, because I always wondered how he flew to Phoenix. Yeah. Is he driving himself, or flying himself? <laughs> maybe. He must be. It's funny, because when we went to Forks, I did see, maybe you remember, there was like a little airstrip there. Oh, I like don't remember. Like, near that bar we went to, Blakesley's, mm. there was, like, a field next to it, and it was, like, a little... I don't think that's where he's flying out of, but I think... Yeah. I think they mentioned that, that like, she ran around the municipal airstrip or whatever. Mm. Um, I think it's yeah. funny that they're soaking wet, and they're running around, and it's, like, cold outside, too. I know. It does suck that they have to... Get to the airport yeah. and go through security. I know. The whole thing. Like, it's so slow. And so the chapter ends. I started running, dialing Carlisle as I sprinted for Seattle. They'd have to catch up to me. Well, should we end there? Yeah, well, I had a few more things to say for this chapter. Oh, what? Oh, well, I was just saying, I feel like this is a moot point, but Rosalie's still being bitchy at the end of this chapter, which is just crazy to me, like, that she... I know. Is being this way that she's still having bitter thoughts about how selfishly I was. Pu- he says about how selfishly I was putting everyone's lives in danger. I paid no attention to her, and I think it's really sad too that they're watching Charlie. And he says his thoughts were totally silent, as though he had gone numb. Mm. I winced, glad Bella didn't have to see this, which really breaks my heart. And sad. yeah, that's pretty much all I had actually. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Well, yeah. They'd have to catch up to me. Edward is running off. Mm. Whether by design or by luck, he was about to be in the same place as Bella while I was 1,500 miles away from her. Mm. So sad. Don't wow. hurt her. Don't hurt <laughs> We don't have much left of the book. We don't. So next time will be the end. Yeah, I can't believe it. The end of the podcast? No. no. <laughs> the end of our Midnight Sun episodes, though, which is crazy. Yeah. Unless it takes us, like, I can't. so long to cover. 
I still can't believe Midnight Sun came out. I can't. Yeah. It's crazy. Whenever anyone asks me, like, what good thing did 2020 have? Mm -hmm. This is kind of like the one thing I say. Mm -hmm. Like, there was a new Twilight book. And Phoebe Bridger's album. Oh, true. True, true, true. Mm -hmm. Anything else? Anna Del Rey poetry. I have had some nice moments despite everything but yeah that's just me personally yeah yeah me too but this year is for the most part really sucked it has horrible it has but it does make the nicer moments even more special i agree like i feel like i find myself really appreciating the very simple things Mm -hmm. that i used to take for granted Hmm. yeah we didn't know that we had it all yeah (laughs) <laughs> what we would give to go back to life how it used to be huh <laughs> mm-hmm. but thank you guys so much for listening and making our year even brighter yes and, and the last two years really fun yeah the last two years it's insane mm-hmm. it's been such a journey yeah <sighs> i don't know we've said it many times but it's just crazy it's been a crazy experience it means a lot to us you know, we didn't know. Well, I feel like I say this too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll save you guys. <laughs> Basically, we love you guys. We love you guys. We're going to catch. Yeah, we're going to catch. And we hope you have a good week. And mm-hmm. we'll see you guys next time for one final Midnight Sun episode. Sad. And then we'll be moving on to a different topic. So if you guys want to wow. message us any ideas that you have, we have many ideas up our sleeve as well. We do. But, but maybe you're like, oh, once they're done with Midnight Sun, I hope they do this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, shoot it our way. Oh, also, oh, we should say oh, that. Oh, yes, yes, yes. We've been um, meaning to say this. We have been meaning to say that we love when you guys message us, but we are so sorry that we can't respond to, like, everything. Yeah, we're sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. Um, but email's probably the best way. If you, like, really, you know, have something to share... You know, we can take a little while sometimes, but we, so far, I think we try to get back to everybody. Like, it, t- yeah. it does take a while sometimes. I'm very sorry about that, but mm. email is like the best way. So, yeah. Even on Instagram, yeah. like, I feel like we eventually will see everything, mm-hmm. but it gets kind of hard sometimes with, you know, if someone likes a yeah. message. It's it's so easy. To, Just the way it's formatted is very. It's, hard. Instagram is confusing. Yeah. I wish you could filter it in a different way. Um, but it can be hard to see everything. But, yeah, so sorry about that. Yeah. We just wanted to let you know. Yeah. But we love you guys and we love hearing from you, so don't stop. Mm-hmm. But, yes, email is definitely the best way. Mm-hmm. 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 And you'll hear it in a second. Another bye, Twilight. At gmail.com. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye, guys. See you later. See you next time. You can contact us at anotherbiteoftwilight at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at anotherbiteoftwilight. The music is by Traces. See you next time.